What's up, Cairo Sushi? It's another case of the Mondays. We launched last week. So far, the feedback has been great. We had uh, over 120 downloads on our podcast for this episode. It's one of our hey. most popular podcasts we've ever had, right up there with uh, um, Crazy BJ, which is our number one <laughs> podcast ever, was my interview with Crazy BJ. Oh, my, I was asked this weekend when I was in Atlanta, Lacey, where has he been? I have no clue. Crazy BJ, if you're out there, I miss you a lot. Trust me. <laughs> Especially because you are our number one podcast, but for all the wrong reasons. But, hey, you know, people like to watch that stuff. <laughs> hey, uh, the man is back. The man is back from Australia. Your man, our man, Dr. Sean Dill. Uh, he was in Australia. He's back. What did you do this weekend? I figure we might do a little Kelly and uh, Kelly and uh, Regis thing here, Kathy Lee and oh, Regis thing to start out. I love it though, but now it's Kelly and Ryan, right? Oh, Ryan? Is it? oh that's right. Yeah, I, I don't keep up with the the times. You so. do, and I got to tell you, I actually really, I am a big fan of Kelly Ripa and her amazing outfits and her big personality. I enjoy her so much. So maybe I need to like up my outfit game on these Case of the Mondays so I can be more like. Kelly, because I love her stuff. But yeah, I it was pretty amazing. This is the first weekend I've been home in as long as I can remember. Um, so I was actually able to work on some of my own stuff. Um, I put together a talk that I'm going to be doing next week. I've been working on my website that's about to be launched and was actually able to read a marketing book um, that I will be hopefully bringing some of those marketing concepts to um, the Samurai Group on a lot of our private Facebook lives that we host there in that group. So I'm really excited about it. Now I'm a bit secretive about it. You're gonna be in um, you're gonna be in New Beginnings this next week, right? I am. Okay. So you're going to Jersey. Um, and that means that you and Sean are gonna get to go to Harold's, which is the famous uh, after uh, after hours or Sunday morning breakfast. I don't know if you guys are gonna make it to that, are you? I don't know. Oh, no, because we have to fly back. Unfortunately, we have to fly back early because we're leaving a couple days later to go to our next event. So um, we got to get home so we can do laundry and pack, I guess you would say. <laughs> and me, me and, uh, and if people don't know Grant Dennis from the Artist Pacific, me and Grant Dennis are going to be at DE. So yeah. uh, two really great tick events going on during the same weekend, one in Atlanta, one in, in Jersey. Amazing. Um, Lots of friends of ours all over the place. Um, and yeah, I, if you are near any one of those, you really need to check it out because it will help you, you know, get that that fire again that you need when it comes to staying passionate and convicted in chiropractic. These are two amazing events. Absolutely. And so I think Lacey, you're gonna talk about one of our first partners and sponsors of this show today. Yes, the sponsor of the show today is To Inspire Women. If you have not seen the emergence of this fabulous group of women that are coming together to help you grow your business, you need to go check them out. It's led by Dr. Janice Hughes. And what they're doing currently right now is called a five-day challenge. So as you can see in the link below, um, we have set you up to just click that, check it out, check out their five-day challenge, check out what Janice is doing. Um, and I think if you click it, you actually get to download the 50 ways to grow your pack practice and finish strong this year. I mean, yeah. I got to tell you, tips. what yeah. were you going to say? It's chock full of tips if you, if you guys oh, download yeah. it. It's just a PDF of really great inspirational ideas. 
Yeah, I think that that's fabulous. And who doesn't need that in the last quarter of this year? So go check it out, get on board, do the five-day challenge if you want to grow in the last quarter of 2018. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, guys, uh, the premise of our show is only our second one is we want to bring recent news, trending stuff going on in chiropractic, um, themes that we're seeing during the week. And then we're going to dive deeper in our Cairo Sushi Samurai group on some of these things. But one of the things that came up recently in the news, Lacey, was really an interesting case of uh, an individual um, being uh, sentenced, uh, sentenced for identity fraud. And it, the reason why it's interesting in the chiropractic space uh, was um, there was over 70 cases of identity fraud that this, this individual in Springfield uh, had. One, interesting was 11-year-old boy, but the rest, the majority, were um, – were uh, chiropractors and uh, chiropractors uh, tend to have tons of identity theft and you would know better than anyone because you're always traveling. You guys use tons of credit cards, but you actually have a security measure for this stuff, right? Wait, hold on though. Before I go into that, I gotta, I gotta say something. What do you gain by taking the identity of an 11 year old boy? This is the craziest thing on the planet. I, I don't even understand. Like, what do you get by doing to, that? They try to get a loan for, for, for you, can't even open you need like a parental permission. Like this is this is bizarre. I mean, this is obviously somebody that's not thinking very clearly, but has a little bit of intellect if they were able to what did it say? Like get six hundred thousand dollars worth of I, I don't remember reading the article, but I, I know that it was a lot of money and I mean, 70 chiropractors to steal the identity of 70 chiropractors. You got to know what you're doing. And then they make this weird choice about the 11 year old boy, but whatever. Well, here's the interesting thing is that if you know anything about the world of the black market and stuff like that, which I unfortunately have found out through years in San Francisco, uh, because it was a big area for identity fraud, fraud. What typically they do is they, they steal the identity. Usually it's maybe credit cards. They get, um, uh, they get like uh, micro loans, stuff like that. Ah. And so very instant stuff that they can't catch up with. And they buy stuff like MacBooks and then they sell them at really like cheap values. So it's it's a really interesting, I mean, from a perspective of like how they do their business. But here's the Maybe thing. He was going for the student discount at Mac with the 11 year old. I don't know. Sorry. Yeah, they always get they always get they always get caught. I, it's yeah. the, it's, there's no way of not getting caught. It's just how long can you go without getting caught? That's what I found out. But you use, you use a tool, right? That you, that you use. Yeah. And Sean sometimes laughs at you about it. Sean does laugh at me about it because I'm one of those people that I'm always thinking about the potential things that could happen. And one of the things that I was thinking, I always think, man, we travel all over the world, which means that we're utilizing our, credit card in places, you know, that we don't know if it's secure or not. And then on top of that, Tristan, I mean, you know, as chiropractors, you know, we're very, all very busy. We spend a lot of time in our offices. And um, if anybody out there is like me, you do a lot. And I mean, a lot of your shopping online. Is that you? Like, I mean, we do tons of shopping online. So you have the potential to be um, a victim of identity theft pretty darn easily. And um, so for me, I use LifeLock. Sean laughs because he thought I was nuts for purchasing it. But hey, you know what? It doesn't cost me a whole ton a year. It makes me feel secure. It makes me feel safe. You know, I get like dings and alerts if 
something looks slightly fraudulent. I also get alerts where then there's been security breaches to companies that I've used in the past. So yeah. I just feel good knowing that my identity at least is backed up, insured, and sec sec as secure as it can be. Um, and if I ever need it, then I have it. I mean, we're all kind of crazy like that. We have life insurance and we have identity theft insurance and we have car insurance and in the hopes that you will never, ever need it, right? Did, did you guys happen to buy Tristan insurance when you bought Cairo Sushi? We did, actually, but I won't, uh, I could talk to you about that offline. <laughs> <laughs> no, just Tristan insurance. In case Tristan says something stupid, what do we do? <laughs> um, so that's this is a big thing to be thinking about, guys, is this is, a, this is one of those things where the news makes you want to check your balances of what you have going on for your infrastructure. I dealt with it this weekend in Atlanta, yeah. going up to Barbie Eaton's Grounded event, which was amazing. Janice Hughes was also there, our sponsor for this show today. Um, and I dealt with it. I was literally, I was buying uh, a pop and, and a book at the, um, one of the Hudson news at the airport card wasn't going through, had to call the bank, do all that stuff. So on one hand, you're happy for, for the banks that are trying to watch out for you. On the other hand, it can become so annoying and cumbersome, but, um, right. this is a really great, uh, reminder of, you know, I know how easy it is if, 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 if I'm a, a thief and I can look at your website, I can look at tools you're using let's say you're using demand force or you're using Cairo matrix as a website i could call you up and one out of ten times i guarantee you i could say hey we need to update your credit card and uh yeah. i this is this is tristan from i matrix and we need you know and how many of your staff or the doctor is it knows what to do in that situation right right and i gotta tell you this is really interesting obviously that guy that committed all of this fraud and purchased all these identities or um, took these identities on, he thought that chiropractors were easy marks to yes. go after 70 of them. So, I mean, that says a lot. We need to be aware of that. But even more importantly, this is very interesting because one of the basic fundamentals that we talk about um, when it comes to your relationship with money is that you as the doctor, as a practitioner, more importantly, as the entrepreneur and business owner, yeah. You need to be in relationship with your money on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. That means that you need to be checking in on your bank accounts, on your finances every single day. And if you were doing that, you yeah. would easily be able to. Hi, <laughs> Lena. That's Lena so, from the I say hi. Uh, so you would easily be able to know if there was fraudulent activity if you were looking at this every day. I work with a lot of business owners that don't do that. And so by the time all this fraudulent activity has occurred, you catch it one month later when you're actually looking at your books and it's too late. That was one of the pearls of the first Money Matters that I went to in Indianapolis that you guys that, that BDC held. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and guys, just so you know, uh, we're like weeks away from the Boca Black Diamond Club Marketing Workshop where you can get your stuff set. Share this around. Tag some people that need to see the news in chiropractic. Know what's going on right now for us, guys. Give us some love. Um, we're going to be rewarding people as we start seeing them share this stuff around. So we got some things built in. But that was one of the pearls, Lacey, was... Because mm -hmm. I used to be that type of person where I'd be like, I don't want to look at my account. I know you were like that. You spoke about that. If I don't, if I don't see it, know it, what's going on, then it's not really happening, right? Yeah. <laughs> no. And that's the point. Like I think that we 
all have been guilty of that in the past of not keeping like really good connection contact with our money. And when we don't do that, that's what they do. That's how fraudulent activity occurs. They ding you for like a dollar here, a dollar there in such a small amount that you don't necessarily notice unless you have a good handle on your money. It's, it's the Superman four, uh, uh, algorithm. Right. <laughs> you guys right. Know that movie, Superman hey, four. It's, yeah, it's exactly. It's from office space, right? Office space. Yes. Yes, there you go. Yes. Look at us bring it full circle in office space. They take like a fraction of a penny every transaction and then they're millionaires right and that's how these guys get away with fraud and sometimes they do it to you and you don't even know it so the lesson for today would just be check in on your money be in good relationship with your money and then make sure that you're doing things to secure your identity yeah uh oh canada oh canada recently uh did some really some cool stuff. They legalized marijuana, but then, <laughs> unfortunately, in the chiropractic space, uh, they're not giving us much love. In fact, uh, uh, one college is giving the ultimatum of uh, to chiropractors to remove statements about treating everything from autism to Alzheimer's, and uh, this is nothing new in the uh, the universe or the uh, international world of chiropractic. We've dealt with this in Australia, right? Yeah, yeah, it was a little bit disheartening um, reading this article. I mean, listen, we're all, we all understand as chiropractors, you know, we don't treat anything and we're not really, you know, it's not in our scope to be able to make those claims that we treat anything. And from a philosophical standpoint, that's not what we're doing anyway. But the, the hard thing to, to, digest when you read this article is that they, once again, just like they were doing in Australia, they're really targeting um, what we say and how we say it when it comes to specific um, diseases and things that children are dealing with. If yeah. you look at the article, all of the social media references that they posted are specific to what chiropractors were saying about how chiropractic can benefit certain things with kids. I mean, so that's a little bit difficult to read, but you know, this stuff is out there guys. And it's, it's going on all over the planet, you know, where people and organizations and institutions are tightening up what they say chiropractors can and cannot do. And, you know, it's just, we don't really hear Tristan and I don't have, you know, a, a solid, you know, uh, plan of action for this. We just really want to bring this into your awareness so you can see what's going on. Is it, is it, you know, if you stick with philosophical principles, because I'm going to go, I'm going to lean on you this for, for you, Lacey, because you are, uh, I consider to be the queen of philosophy and, and um, you have a grasp of philosophy that is, uh, I think, better than most. Um, I'm biased, of course, but if you stick to the philosophical principles of chiropractic, you don't have to really worry about that, though, because like you said at the beginning, we don't treat anything. So when we run into language like that, I think that's the that's the risk right yeah and i i mean again you know our job is to detect and correct vertebral subluxation when necessary to yeah. remove nervous system system interference so that innate intelligence can express and adapt and when that happens you know it's in an effort or the body to restore to normal that's all we do you know and we don't treat anything when we start walking into the world of treating anything then we put ourselves in the box of the you know typical medical paradigm and so it's very difficult because i don't think that that's necessarily even what people mean when they say it it's their way of communicating what 
it is chiropractic does because they're not quite sure how to communicate it in a way that says, oh, you know, the body is, is in an effort to return to normal. People don't understand that. So we lean on this crutch of communicate it in a way that uses words that the public is used to, but oftentimes it's to our detriment. Oh, wow. You know, this is a great time for, uh, absolutely, a great time. Tabor Smith just hey, giving us <laughs> give a shout out to Tabor Smith. Uh, I'm going to throw a link up down here because we have some other partners. Uh, and um, I want to I want to share about what Tabor's doing and Life University is doing. This is really great. Um, if people don't know, uh, Tabor is at the forefront of uh, going uh, to uh, this, the extreme of, of saying, hey, we need to get chiropractic like the dentals uh, associations where right. you're getting checked for spinal hygiene. Um, and, and I think this is a really uh, cool concept because he's not talking about just adjusting. It kind of goes into what we know the specific centers are all about, which is checking for vertebral subluxations and adjusting when necessary. Um, I put a link up there, guys, if you can go to and check out uh, over the next couple of days, uh, Dr. Tabor Smith has a uh, spinal hygiene movement uh, in conjunction with Life University. Check that out. It's a three-part video series. Thanks to Tabor and uh, his movement. We'll also throw that in the comments after this is done so you guys can check that out. Thanks for supporting us, Tabor. Yes, thanks, Tabor. Yes, I think that's great stuff and a good recap of the news. What, you, what do you got for, for tips today, Tristan? What should people um, be doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I, I'll tell you this. Uh, we just posted um, on kairosushi.com an article uh, with a pretty dose, good dose of research involved in it about uh, how chiropractic and shared office spaces uh, can be, uh, one, a tool that they can a startup chiropractor can utilize, and two, any chiropractor can utilize from a growth standpoint. Um, if you guys don't know about shared office spaces, we've seen the rise of the startups over the last 10 years, um, self-employed uh, people who don't want to take the risk of building uh, – having a high heavy lease for a long term or they don't can't own property uh, but they want to be in a space where they can network with other individuals have an office or a desk space bring uh potential clients to meetings and so we've seen this huge rise in fact when i moved to miami um i did my due diligence to search around within a, a half a mile walking distance there's six locations for me to use wow um, what i found was they're super competitive they were e they've emailed me almost every other day tell me about the perks one of them is at the connor hotel um or conrad hotel which is hilton property oh, conrad's I, a great hotel yeah I can use the pool i can use the gym i get access to a vip yeah. bar um and uh, I'm really, really like saying to chiropractors here, let's look at three possibilities that you can use these things. And I want you guys to check out the article because it goes more in depth. These shared co-working spaces are just going to continue to grow. In fact, by 2020, they think there's going to be over 5 million locations. So if I'm a startup chiropractor, um, I might want to look at those places to be lean with growing my practice and having a shared office space. You can get rooms so you can have privacy and stuff like that. Two, more importantly, um, if I'm a, a, a chiropractor who's looking to grow, um, here's what I know. These, these places are looking for uh, opportunities for perks. So having an on-site chiropractor, that's a huge yeah. perk to them. And mm. we've already had, Lacey, we've already right. had some samurai who are, we've, we've kind of dropped this idea in the samurai over the last couple of weeks. Philip Rogers, shout out to him. He actually has been calling and he's been getting told, hey, 
let's have you come in. Uh, let's let's have you speak. And so one of the other perks that these these companies are looking for uh, is putting on events. So it's a great opportunity to do an event with self-employed uh, individuals who have uh, funds. And and three, uh, what a great opportunity because of of TechSnack and all the stuff that's going on um, <laughs> with, with people that work at computers like we do all day. Um, there's so much opportunity. Check out kairosushi.com today. It's the first article on there. Uh, I'm, I'm going to implore you from a B2B and B2C level. I think there's so much growth opportunity right there with the shared office spaces. I love it. I love it. That's a great tip. And it's definitely, I mean, I work with a lot of people that are just starting up their businesses and that's a huge consideration. You know, where am I going to find a space? What space is right for me? You know, I don't want to get into a five year long lease if I know that I want to grow into a larger space. Right. So this is a, a great thing to look into. I don't know all the logistics of it yet, but I'm sure that you went into that deeper into the article and people need to uh, get on there and take a read. Awesome. And you got, uh, we're going to continue on with some money mindset stuff. I think we're going to go down some actual tips, aren't we? Well, yeah. Last week um, on our first case of the Mondays, one of the things I um, urged people to go do is to think about their last financial conversations that they've had, like the last five or so, and think, how did you feel going into those conversations? You know, I did a poll recently asking people, do you feel comfortable with your price point? Like you feel that you're getting paid the value that you deserve when it comes to providing your care. And one of the things is, is I mean, the, the majority of people, they say no. And so you have to look at those financial conversations and say, how do I feel about those? You know, do I feel like I was getting, I'm getting paid what I want? Do I feel like people can afford my service? More importantly, do I feel like people truly understand the value of which I provide? So I find that people run into this mindset of lack all too often, and they have a hard time really asking for the amount of money that they feel like they deserve yeah. by providing chiropractic care to people. So if that's you, what you need to go do is you need to go write down your service, so chiropractic, and you need to write down every single benefit that an individual would receive by getting under care with you. And not like just the, you know, um, touchy feel like, oh, like they're going to feel better. They have less pain, like the superficial stuff. I'm talking about like the deep stuff where they are less irritable so they can have um, better conversations and interactions with their children or with their significant other. Maybe they're more productive at work and they, or maybe they are able to have more time and they can contribute back to the community. Whatever it is, you need to write down every benefit that a person would receive. Mm -hmm. And then on the flip side of that, you need to write down every potential negative or detrimental thing that could happen to them if they don't. Yeah. And in fact, that list is actually far more powerful than the benefits. Because if you can see what people, how people's lives can be impacted by not getting care, it sure makes it a whole lot easier for you to ask for the amount of money that you believe that you deserve to provide them care, to change and shift their lives. So I think that if you can write down that list and understand it and memorize it and and you know, meditate on it every single morning. Look at it before you go into financial conversations. You can begin to shift your own mindset about what the true value and true capacity of chiropractic is. And then when you go in there and you ask for $95 a visit, 
it feels like they're getting a killer deal. That's yeah. where you should be in your mindset. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, well, we are uh, going to keep this going every Monday, next Monday at 1230. If you guys could share this around, put in some comments of some topics you might want us to talk about. We didn't get to yeah. everything today. There was one topic that we might dive in into samurai. And if you're interested in joining the samurai, it's no contract, um, easy breezy. You get uh, implementable uh, content on the go. Um, you get access to leaders like me and uh, Ryan Bones and Cassidy Bones and and obviously Dr. Sean Dill and our our queen of sushi, Dr. Lacey Book. Uh, Want to thank uh, Janice Hughes and the two Inspire Women. Thank. Uh, Tabor Smith, who wrote it's spinalhygienist.com is easier to get to. So you can check out spinalhygienist.com and get to Tabor's stuff that he's working on with Life University. And uh, I will be seeing you guys with Grant Dennis. We'll be uh, promoting sushi and the art of specific down at DE in Atlanta. Lacey and Sean will be at the New Beginnings uh, in New Jersey. They'll be hanging out with Dooley and many yeah. other, other people that enjoy uh, food, I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> and chiropractic. <laughs> chiropractic. Yeah. Food first chiropractic, though. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much, Lacey, for hanging out today and looking forward to seeing you guys next week. Share this around. Let's get this, let's blow this up. I have a goal next week. Let's get uh, 15 live viewers on as we grow. I love it. Perfect.